بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمد ونصلي على رسوله الكريم ما بعد ونبي هريرة رضي الله تعالى عنه قال سئل رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم عن أكثر ما يدخل الناس الجنة قال اتقوا الله وحسن الخلق وسئل عن أكثر ما يدخل الناس النار فقال الفم والفرج رواه الترمذي وقال حديث حسن صحيح ابو هريره رضي الله تعالى نريد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم was asked a question about what will be the greatest means the word akthar in arabic actually means majority in other words what will mostly cause people to enter into paradise into jannah to this rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam replied two things will be most conducive in causing people to enter into jannah and paradise taqwallah wa husnul khuluq he said the fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, taqwa for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and beautification of one's akhlaq and character. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, according to Ulamai Kiram, explained to us that Allah Ta'ala has given us in this world life and wealth. These are two great ni'mats and bounties of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And with that, on the one hand, these are bounties of Allah ta'ala. On the other hand, this is an amanat and a trust. And ulamai kiram explain, they say they are huquq. And they are rights that are attached to these favors of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In fact, they say our entire life in this world is a question of fulfilling hukuk and rights. And basically, if we have to divide these rights or these injunctions or commands that are attached to our lives, there are two great categories. One is haqqullah, the right of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the second is the right of the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Hukukullah, hukukul ibad. These are terms which most of us many, many times may have heard. The rights of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the rights of the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we find that this hadith the narrator of which is Abu Hurairah radiallahu ta'ala anhu is very, very comprehensive. If you have to listen to the translation, we won't realize it unless we ponder over the meaning of this hadith. It's very, very comprehensive in incorporating, in fact, the very essence of our life in this world. That our lives in this world are a question of how much we have fulfilled the rights that are attached to our life and our wealth. And for the fulfillment of... The rights of Allah and the rights of the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, 
this hadith is comprehensive in addressing all those hukuk and all those rights. How do we fulfill Allah's right? Which obviously is the most important and the first thing. How do we fulfill that, my respected brothers? The crux and the criteria is to develop taqwa. How do we fulfill the rights of the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Those whom we come into contact with, obviously when we talk of the creation of Allah ta'ala, there also there is diversification. There are those amongst the creation of Allah ta'ala that enjoy the greatest right over us. For example, our parents. Then obviously comes the family members. Then obviously comes other believers of your locality, of a distance. Then obviously comes the non-believers of your locality, of a distance. Different, different diverse groups we come into contact with. Every one of them enjoys certain hukuk and rights over us. How do we address that? Husnul akhlaq. Develop your akhlaq, develop your character. So Nabi Islam is asked, tell us Ya Rasulullah, what will be the most conducive? What is the most effective? What is the most common basis by which humanity or a human being will be able to enter into Jannah? Rasulullah said these two things. Taqwa Allah, Taqwa Allah, Allah's Taqwa. Why? Because Allah's Taqwa will enable you to fulfill the right of Allah. And Husnul Khuluq, good akhlaq and character because this will enable you to fulfill the right of Ibadullah, of the slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this hadith is in fact comprehensive of the very essence of our duties and responsibilities in this world. Ulamai Karam say, هَذِهِ الْوَصِيَةُ وَصِيَةٌ عَظِيمًا جَامِعَةٌ لِحُقُوقِ اللَّهِ وَحُقُوقِ عِبَادِهِ This wasiyah and advice of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is comprehensive of the rights of Allah and the rights of the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The first, obviously, taqwa Allah. This word taqwa, again, as I've mentioned many, many times, there are certain very, very common terms in Arabic that it is impossible to do justice by just giving a basic translation in English. When we talk of taqwa, normally we translate it as the fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But that translation doesn't do justice to what taqwa means. In fact, taqwa is a very, very comprehensive term. Taqwa actually comes from the word in Arabic, wiqaya. Wiqaya, if you want to explain it in basic, simple language, it means a protective barrier, something that will protect you. Protect you from what? What does a person need protection from? He needs protection from something that he fears. In the case of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, one is part of our iman is the love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. With that, obviously, we have to fear the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Fear angering Allah ta'ala. Fear the curses of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Fear distancing ourselves from Allah ta'ala. Malai Ibrahim Devila Sa'ad Barakatu recently was in our country. In fact, I think he was back in Joburg last night. He's leaving today, inshallah. He mentioned one ajib thing about the fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He says the fear of Allah Ta'ala is unique in this sense that every entity besides Allah that you fear, fear, everything else besides Allah that you fear, automatically you will run away from it. You will want to distance yourself from it. 
You will want to go as far away as possible from something you fear. But the fear of Allah Ta'ala, what we call khawf for Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, this is unique in the sense that it is, instead of distancing you from Allah, it takes you closer to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. It takes you closer towards the obedience of Allah Ta'ala. It takes you closer towards the love of Allah. The love of Allah and relationship with Allah and ta'alluq with Allah is impossible to develop unless you have fear for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah's fear, what we call taqwa, is unique, it's different from other types of fear. Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala when asked to describe taqwa, his description of taqwa was he said that if a person is traveling in a jungle and it is absolutely thorny, and he is wearing woolen clo- clothing, which is obviously very easily gets snagged. So he says to put your, to wrap your clothing around yourself, constrict your body as much as possible. There's a tight and a very, very narrow pathway through all these thorny trees and this thorny jungle. And obviously you have to protect your clothing and your body from getting snagged. So he says to navigate yourself through this thorny, thin path without getting snagged, or without getting these thorny trees inside your clothing, this is taqwa. Because in every direction there are pitfalls, temptations to break Allah's command, temptations to anger Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, lie, cheat. Obviously azan is called out, temptation to stay away from the masjid. Various commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala attached to us. Like this morning, alarm would have went. We would have been sleepy. The temptation to carry on sleeping, make our salah qaza. All sorts of temptations they are. So to create a protective barrier and to navigate yourself through all this way towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because as I mentioned, the fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is something that takes you towards Allah ta'ala. It takes you Closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala said, that is taqwa. ulama kiram say, that taqwa, this is Allah ta'ala's wasiyat, Allah's command, Allah's bequest for every nation past and present, from the first creation, from Adam alayhi salam to the last person to come before qiyamah. Taqwa is not unique to our shariat only, to our deen. Taqwa is something that every human being has been commanded by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as we find in the Qur'an where Allah ta'ala says, وَلَقَدْ وَسَّيْنَ الَّذِينَ أُوتُوا الْكِتَابَ مِنْ قَبْلِكُمْ وَإِيَّاكُمْ أَنِ اتَّقُوا اللَّهِ Allah ta'ala said, this is our wasiyat, وَلَقَدْ وَسَّيْنَ الَّذِينَ أُوتُوا الْكِتَابَ مِنْ قَبْلِكُمْ The people of the book before you and you also وَإِيَّاكُمْ Allah Ta'ala said, وَلَقَدْ وَسَّيْنَا This is our wasiyat, our command. أَنِتَّقُوا اللَّهِ That developed the taqwa for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا اتَّقُوا اللَّهَ وَالْتَنْذُرْ نَفْسٌ مَا قَدَّمَتْ لِغَدْ وَاتَّقُوا اللَّهِ This is ajeeb verse of the Qur'an which I just read. يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا اتَّقُوا اللَّهِ Allah Ta'ala says, O people of Iman, develop taqwa for Allah Ta'ala. And what will taqwa imbibe within you? Be careful. Consider what you have prepared for akhirat, for the day when you are going to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then immediately after that, in the same verse, where Allah says, يَا أَيُّوَ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا اتَّقُوا اللَّهَ 
وَلْتَنْذُرْ نَفْسٌ مَا قَدَّمَتْ لِغَدْ O you who believe, have taqwa for Allah Ta'ala and prepare for akhirat. And again in the same verse, وَاتَّقُوا اللَّهِ Have taqwa for Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. This taqwa, 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 this, this, the theme or this command of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala or this wasiyat from Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala of developing taqwa, the fear of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. As, as, as we mentioned, a protective barrier this is a theme that is interspersed throughout the Qur'an. Many, many places Allah is commanding us, Ittaqullah, Ittaqullah, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu, Ittaqullah, Haqqa tuqati. Develop taqwa for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to its haqq. Ulama ikram explain it like this. They say, فَتَقْوَ الْعَبْدِ لِرَبِّهِ أَنْ يَجْعَلْ بَيْنَهُ وَبَيْنَ مَا يَخَافُهُ مِنْ رَبِّهِ مِنْ غَضَبِهِ وَسَخَطِهِ وَعِقَابِهِ وِقَايَةً تَقِيهِ مِنْ ذَلِكِ They say, what is taqwa? Literally translated. They say, the taqwa of a slave for his rab, the taqwa of a slave for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is for him to erect between himself and everything that he fears from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with regards fears making Allah angry. He fears, the, he fears the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He fears distancing himself from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He fears depriving himself of the relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Everything that he fears about Allah ta'ala, create a barrier between yourself and that which you fear. And what is that barrier? What is the barrier? What is true taqwa? فِعْلُ طَاعِتِهِ وَإِجْتِنَابُ مَعَاسِي Do everything that Allah has commanded you with, that which Allah Ta'ala has made farz upon you, discharge it, every command of Allah. And ijtinabu ma'asi, and stay away from everything that Allah made haram. Do what Allah has commanded you, and stay away from that which Allah has made haram. This is taqwa. Why? Because this is that protective barrier. This is wiqaya. This is your protection that is going to protect you from Allah's anger from distancing yourself from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, from breaking down your relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, from depriving yourself of the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, from everything, from everything that you fear with regards to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But like I said, Allah's fear is unique because when you do this, when you obey Allah, when you stay away from that which Allah ta'ala has made haram, this is true taqwa because this is your protective barrier. What is this going to do? Is it going to distance you from what you fear? No. فَفِرُّوا إِلَى اللَّهِ It is going to cause you to run to Allah Ta'ala. It is going to cause you to go closer to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Allah give us the fix.